Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Saturday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the second book of Chronicles. After the death of Jehoiada, the princes of Judah came and paid homage to King Joash, and the king then listened to them. They forsook the temple of the Lord, the God of their fathers, and began to serve the sacred poles and the idols. And because of this crime of theirs, wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem. Although the prophets were sent to them to convert them to the Lord, the people would not listen to their warnings. Then the Spirit of God possessed Zechariah, son of Jehoiada, the priest. He took his stand above the people and said to them, God says, why are you transgressing the Lord's command so that you cannot prosper? Because you have abandoned the Lord, he has abandoned you. But they conspired against him, and at the king's order, they stoned him to death in the court of the Lord's temple. Thus, King Joash was unmindful of the devotion shown him by Jehoiada, Zechariah's father, and slew his son. And as Zechariah was dying, he said, may the Lord see and avenge. At the turn of the year, a force of Arameans came up against Joash. They invaded Judah and Jerusalem, did away with all the princes of the people, and sent all their spoil to the king of Damascus. Although the Aramean force came with few men, the Lord surrendered a very large force into their power, because Judah had abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers. So punishment was meted out to Joash. After the Arameans had departed from him, leaving him in grievous suffering, his servants conspired against him because of the murder of the son of Jehoiada, the priest. He was buried in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, forever I will maintain my love for my servant. Forever I will maintain my love for my servant. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. Forever will I confirm your posterity and establish your throne for all generations. Forever I will maintain my love for my servant. Forever I will maintain my kindness toward him, and my covenant with him stands forever. I will make his posterity endure forever and his throne as the days of heaven. Forever I will maintain my love for my servant. If his sons forsake my law and walk not according to my ordinances, if they violate my statutes and keep not my commands, forever I will maintain my love for, for my servant. I will punish their crime with a rod and their guilt with stripes. Yet my mercy I will not take from him, nor will I belie my faithfulness. Forever I will maintain my love for my servant. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, No one can serve two masters. He will either, either hate one and love the other, or to be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more important than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothing? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin. But I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not 
much more provide for you, O you of little faith. So do not worry and say, what are we to eat? Or what are we to drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you to besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus says in today's gospel, why are you anxious? Do not worry. I had a strange dream the other night. I was at a rented beach house with some members of my family and some additional relatives had just arrived on a Wednesday, halfway through the week. I, for whatever reason, had to leave the beach house and go up to Philadelphia for some sort of conference that was uh, somehow church-related. The conference would last until Friday, and I promised my family I would return with my rented van, another odd detail in the dream, to spend time with them and to help get everyone back home. So I drive this van into Philadelphia with some people inside. I don't remember exactly who they were. And I somehow get distracted and went into the opposite direction of the train station where I was scheduled to take a train to the conference center. I was worried about being late for the conference, and I also realized that when the conference ended on Friday, I had to go somewhere else, and I couldn't get back to the beach house. So it was in the middle of of running from the parking lot to the train depot, hoping I wouldn't miss the train. I woke up relieved. That was all just a, a, I guess you would call it a bad dream. I understand none of that makes any sense. I'm sure sure there are some among my readers and listeners who could give me some insightful interpretation of it all. The beach house, the rented van, which happened to be dark blue, if that's significant, the conference, etc. But I think that what it clearly demonstrates is that I am anxious. I think that's a definite interpretation of the dream. And wrapped up in that anxiety is the desire to be seen as a good brother, uncle, cousin, a good family member, and also to be judged as a good priest. Do not worry. Jesus' beautiful exhortation in today's gospel is comforting in his assurance of God's love and protection that he'll provide all that we need. But let's back up a bit. What is the source of that worry? Why are we really worrying? The beginning of the gospel, Jesus says to his disciples, no one can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, Do not worry about your life. Therefore, I tell you. Those words are important. Jesus there tells us there's a direct connection or cause of our worry. It's it's our attempt. That that worry comes from an attempt to serve two masters, a divided loyalty. We really do want to serve God, but we're conflicted because we're also trying to please others. And so we're, we're trying to be at a beach house and a convention at the same time. We're worried we're going to miss the train. And when we do miss the train, it seems like a disaster. We don't, we don't seem to realize that we can always drive the blue van to the conference or maybe skip the conference altogether. If we would just pray about the real issue, maybe God is speaking to me in my fruitless race to the train station. Instead of trying to make everyone happy most of the time, I really only need to focus on serving God all of the time. If I'm doing that, there's nothing to worry about. Pleasant dreams. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day.